Hi guys, it's your girl Chanel and welcome to my podcast, The Cultural Legacy. This is the first episode. We're going to talk a little bit about what the podcast is about, who I am as a person and what you can expect from the girl. Okay? Okay, let's get into this. So I have a little bit of questions and I'm just going to go through the questions. It's about the podcast. It's about myself. Okay, how did your podcast come about? First of all, I wasn't into podcasting at all. It wasn't my thing. I was like, okay. To people that was doing it, I said, oh, fine. I didn't really understand the hype, to be honest. But then my favorite podcast of all time the 90s baby show I was in uni to be honest I was going through a rough period I was very depressed depressed for real depressed and it was the only podcast that made me feel better that like lightened my mood when I couldn't sleep properly I couldn't eat properly and you can see I'm a big girl I like to eat okay and I wasn't eating not nothing like nothing so they just helped me through the way and that's when I was like okay this is actually cool I've been a little bit of a class clown before so I was like if I can make people laugh while actually doing something that I like then I might like go somewhere with this so that's where like the interest of podcasting came but I didn't put it into thought until maybe a year two years into watching podcasting so that's how the thought of starting my podcast came and my inspiration was the 90s baby show but over time I've watched shits and gigs ash I don't even know her full podcast name but anyway ash on instagram I was watching those podcasts and it made me feel like they're hilarious I'm a little bit of a hilarious comedian if I do say so myself and I can talk for days so I was like yeah this is this is a bit of me okay so the next question guys is how the name came about my podcast name originally was going to be I don't know if I should say it yeah I should say it loyalty and respect I'm going to have like a little segue or a section in the podcast that's going to talk about loyalty and respect because I feel like in this day and age there's lack of loyalty and there's lack of respect both within the black community both within like the hood in general everywhere it's just a lack of the loyalty and respect that we show people but that we have for ourselves as well so I was like yeah that's the that's the name that's me that's me right true all right that's all then my mom was looking at names for something that she's doing and she was like yeah cultural legacy I was like you're not gonna use that name said no but it's actually nice I think I said you're not going to use it because this is my new podcast name and mind you guys I had a logo everything for the loyalty and respect but I had to change because cultural legacy just it resignated with me who I am the people that I want to talk to and interview on my podcast, but also what I've grown up, what I want my legacy and my like family legacy to be. And it all stems from the culture that I'm from, the culture that I identify with, and also a lot of 
things that I will be talking about on this podcast. And the next question is, what topics will the podcast focus on? It's going to be my living experiences through 20s, like I'm 25 now, well, turning 25 soon. Um, So like my young years to through the 20s, my 30s, just living life, learning while I'm living. I'm very keen on learning. I love learning new stuff. So I want to have guests that can teach me stuff about new things. It will also talk a lot about what black people have gone through, what black people go through, through the regular, but also minorities overall. Like it's not just black people that, especially in white societies. And I'm from originally from Sweden and growing up in Sweden, being a black kid, it's not easy at all. Like enough, you're a, you're black, but you're also a black girl. Like it's, it was never easy for me. And I don't think like my mom even talk about the things that she went through being the only black kid in class. I was lucky to have like one or two people in class that were black. I think that's why I gravitated to actually come to England as well to study and do my university here. Because I was like, I just want to see black people. I just want to like, be with people that I resonate with, that we we know the same struggle, we know the same fights, stuff like that. So it's going to be about life overall, but giving a voice to marginalized people in society and just learning from each other. Like, I think that everybody can learn one or two things from each other. So I just want to do that. Jazam. What's the aim with the podcast? To have fun, live a little and learn. That's like the aim. Have fun, live and learn. Period. Talk about the structure of the podcast. Um, well, it's me, myself, and I, forever and always. Um, so I will when I'm by myself, I will have a topic that I'm talking about, might do a story time, do a little bit of games with myself, but it's gonna be very teachable. I'm also a criminologist, so it might I might delve into a lot of crime topics, a lot of how we together as a society within the marginalized community can work together to minimize crime in society. I'm also going to talk about relevant topics in society today. Um, I'm going to have a segue where I talk a lot about loyalty and respect with my guests, whether they feel that loyalty and respect is still in and about or if it's a thing that we need to bring back and whether they value loyalty or respect like which one they value the most and yeah that's what the structure will look like I think I'm not too sure as I said it's a podcast we're gonna live we're gonna learn if their voice is not voicing I have been sick as well, so I might sound like a horse. So hopefully the voice gets better while you're listening. Because right now, God go with me. So the Cultural Legacy podcast is about marginalized voices. It's about talking about... I wanted to create a platform where we're not only seeing Black people in particular, but minorities overall 
and like the acting, like in the music business, the rappers that we're all gonna have rappers and all of that over here. Come on. But I wanted to see more people and give a space for like the lawyers, the janitors, there's the cleaners, like literally everything. I want everybody to have a voice, talk about something, talk about how they got there. Because I know a lot of people that are cleaners, especially in Sweden, but they have a full lawyer degree or doctor's degree in their home country. So it's just like learning from each other, opening minds, also very much having fun, talking about gossip, the topics like Jada Kingdom and Steph London. That passed like very long ago, but you know, like hot topics like that and just give everybody the chance to talk about life, learn from each other. I'm excited for this podcast. I hope you guys like it. I hope you guys enjoy it and just ride along with me. If anything needs to be fixed, whether it's like the production, whether it's the cat, like y'all need to talk to me and let me know because I really want this to be something like this is something that I love to do. I love to be in front of the camera. I've loved to be in front of the camera since I was little. My mom said I started singing before I started talking. I don't know how that makes sense, but I did. So I'm just like very theoretical, whatever that name is. We don't know what that is, but like I love to be in front of the camera. I like feel comfortable here. And yeah, just ride along. Let me know how I can do better, what I can do better. And I'm excited for you guys to get to know me a little bit more personally. Like I'm very introverted but also extroverted so I think people that know me for long know that I'm like hype yeah yeah what's up wagwan next party party after the next party after the next let's go let's go let's go while people that don't know me look at me and they're like does she even talk I do talk but I'm just shy like this is a little bit of coming out of my shell getting to know me a little bit more while I also learn me and try to like understand who I am because if somebody asked me today who are you I would say I'm Chanel that's it like I don't know but if bits or maybes I'm just Chanel so yeah so who am I as your guys's host I am Chanel I grew up in Sweden Stockholm south of south maybe I shouldn't even say south of south because is a lot happening in Sweden right now. But yeah, I grew up in Stockholm. Um, I think I was like the only black kid in my block where I lived. There was like other housings, different like parts and stuff. But like in general, my little area, I was the only black kid in my, what do you say? Like in my garden? Yeah, in my garden, whatever it's called. back Backyard thingy bit. So that that is hard, even like just growing up being the only black kid. There was another, I think she was from Iran. And yeah, that's like, we, we were the only ones that like were minority. And it was a little backyard full of what, 10 kids. 
and two of them are minorities. So you can already see how that is. I moved to England for uni. I did my master's and undergraduate in criminology. Listen, it was not easy. I'm going to talk about uni experience as well because first of all, they scam you of money. That's like the first, like rude, out of order, even disgusting behavior. Anyways, so they scam you. You go through mental health issues. <laughs> it's I'm laughing, but it's not funny. It's not funny and we're going to take it seriously. And they just kill you for no reason. And they give you a false, false accusations, false promises that like, yeah, when you graduate, you're going to get this job. It's more easier for you to get this, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to lie. I think it was easier for me to get a job before I did university because now I'm in like a limbo. I'm overclassified or overqualified. Let me use the right wording. Overqualified when it comes to like educational, but I'm underqualified because I don't have practical practice, if that's what it's called, um, within my field. So it's just like, what's really going on here? What is really going on here? Not nice, not nice at all. So we're going to talk a lot about uni. So this podcast is named Culture Legacy. I've never been or identified with the Swedish culture. So if I go to Jamaica, they will ask me, yeah, where are you from? Even though I can deal with the patara right through, right through that one day. Me, you can't tell me, say me, I'm not Jamaican, right there, so. But when it came to going to Jamaica, people were like, yeah, you're not from here. So I had to say Sweden, but I never identified as Sweden, like Swedish, Jesus Christ. And... When I'm in Sweden, you can't tell me that I'm Swedish. Like, ask me and I'll say, yeah, yeah, I'm Jamaican. And so, the like, culture-wise, what culture I identify the most with is the Jamaican culture. And that might be because my mom took me to live in Jamaica for multiple, like, occasions. We went there, like, twice or three times a year when I was, like, younger. So I've always been in Jamaica. Like Jamaica is my, that's my first home. That's like my love. When I come to Jamaica, breath of the, like fresh air. It's not even fresh. It's very humid, but it's the hot air. It's just like, yeah, this is home for me. And I just feel at home. So when it comes to culture wise, Jamaica has definitely been my stamp my stamping ground like that is me in through and through everybody knows from I was little like Jamaica was me like nobody could tell me anything different I'd try but now I went because I'm also Ghanaian and Finnish so I went to Ghana just a couple of months ago and I'm not gonna lie it feels a little bit like Jamaica but the people are a little bit more nicer. Um, and I feel at home. I feel at home. I feel like I've started to claim the African side of me. Um, I didn't a lot when I was younger. I'm not going to lie. We can have a conversation about that as well with somebody. Comment down below about who I should interview. Um, 
but when it came to that, it was a thing where it's like very. I'm I'm just Caribbean, but I'm also like Ghanaian and Finnish, but like the Caribbean side was just like taken over me. So now when I've gone to Ghana, I feel at home there. It's still I don't I still don't feel like a hundred. I think it's the language barrier. Um, I don't know the languages that they speak there or understand. And they were trying to teach me. I'm not going to lie. It's hard. It's hard. Like Jamaican English is broken English. So if you actually listen properly, you will understand the words that are coming out of my mouth. <laughs> that are coming out of my mouth. Um, But we're like, tree, tree, tree. I need a Ghanaian to come and teach me. How about that? How about that? Because that is disgusting. I don't even know the language name properly. Anyways, so I feel more at home with like the Ghanaian side. I feel more African. I'm like, yeah, I'm African. Like, you can't tell me shit. You can't tell me ish. What? You're going to tell me I'm not African? Yeah. Go over there. Go over there. But now I'm like more closer to the African side but still like Jamaica is just like I'm Caribbean I am Caribbean and Caribbean people are black and are African as well in the roots so don't even come and try to tell me you know nothing I grew up in a society where it's predominantly white people and they made me feel like you're not welcome here and you're not you're not one of us and I was like, okay, well, if I'm not working here and I'm not one of you, then I'm never going to claim you. And till this day, you can't tell me I'm Swedish. Where? Where? I might have a passport and I might be a citizen, but goddamn. Where? No. No, thank you. No, thank you. No. So this podcast is really going to be about like how I grew up. How is growing? How it is growing up within a culture that you might not feel comfortable in, or that you might not feel welcomed in, and you ident- identify with another culture that might be like miles and miles and miles and miles and miles away. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. I th- I don't think even that I said a lot about myself. Um, but you guys are going to get to know me more, like when the time comes. I have life experiences with Chanel, <laughs> a little section, come on. What have I learned between the years of college and university? I think college, I th- in Swedish, is called gymnasiet, but I don't know if gymnasiet is equivalent to college or high school. So either high school or college, one of them two, but the one before university. So that my like number one lesson, I would say, is to, I think it is you can't ex- escape from your problems. So I think I tried to move to another country to escape my problems or how I was feeling within. Um to solve it which really didn't happen it just made it worse I also learned that some people it's about working smart and not hard honestly 
Because sometimes I look I look back at myself and I was killing myself to like even get a little one to 65. One of my assignments. Um, while other people, literally, they were like, yeah, I'm, I'm just doing the bare minimum. So I'm just, ah, oh, we're doing it last, night, last minute. And I would like, I was like, yeah, I'm doing it last minute. Not understanding that maybe we're different. You can do your stuff last minute, but I can't. Like, I actually need to study before. So work smart and not hard. Find a way how you work and what works for you, if that makes sense. And what works for somebody else might not work for you. So don't look at anybody else. Like, you're here. We're here. Do your thing. Yeah? Um, what else did I learn? Not to take, I don't think I learned that in university. I'm not even going to lie. I was going to say not to take things and people for granted, but I didn't learn that there. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't there. It was later in life. Fortunately. What's my biggest life lesson? Biggest life lesson. Yeah. My biggest life lesson would be not to take people for granted. Because I've lost people throughout the years in horrible ways. And I think when you grow up in the hood, it's a thing where you just get numb to the pain and you just continue and you're like, yeah, like it's sad, whatever, you move on. But it was one death in particular that like really showed me that like life tomorrow isn't promised. I'm not even going to get emotional emotional, because we're not crying on cameras. But, like, that really opened my eyes and was like, you might not have the people that you love tomorrow beside you. You might not even be here yourself tomorrow beside the people that you love. So just don't take life for granted, but don't take people for granted overall. I think that's my biggest life lesson. And also to just... It's not you need to be here and here and here and here in life. Like, guys, the goals that I had when I was 16, at 21, I had a, I was going to have a kid. I was going to have a house. I was going to have a car, a driver's license, my dream job. Like, everything was going to be stacked up at 21. And I'm 24 now, turning 25. God damn. And I don't think I even have, I don't even have a driver's license. Like, let's be honest. Let's not lie on camera now. Let's not lie on camera. Like, I don't even have my driver's license. Let's be for real. Okay? So, I've learned that, like, life moves at different paces. People that I've gone to, like, college with, some of them have kids, some of them are married, some of them might have even houses or apartments, driver's license, whatever it is, they might be there in life. My journey is different to everybody else's. Your journey is different to everybody else's. So take your time. Life is precious. Live your best life every single day. And you cut. It's in God's timing. Like, it really is in God's timing. If 
God wants you to be somewhere, he's going to put you in positions where you're going to reach that point in life at that time where you should have it. And if you're not there yet, you're not there, baby. It's good. We're good. We're going to get there. At least you have a plan. Like, always have a plan. Always have a plan B, C, D. And you're going to be good. Or just have one plan. And if that, like, there is no plan B, there is no plan C, and it's going to succeed regardless. Period. So that's my biggest life lesson. Or maybe, like, a life lesson for you guys to get a little one. So, yeah, now I have Instagram questions that I ask people on my Instagram to ask me. So I'm going to just go through them, answer them, and yeah. Tell us something that made you proud of yourself. I just graduated. Just, oh, Ashaka needs to stop making that type of music because the music that he makes, first of all, crack cocaine. God forbid, but it's crack cocaine because, huh? The beats are just, the, the, come on now. Yeah, something I'm proud of myself. I graduated this year just a month ago and I did my master's in criminology. So I'm graduated with my master's. So happy. I'm, I don't think it's something because I'm a person that's like, okay, what's the next step? What the else do I want to accomplish? Let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, so I haven't really come to the point where I've realized what I've done um and what I've accomplished because not some people don't even go like do undergrad and that's fine that's their choice of living and that's their choice of decision in life I knew that I wanted to do like higher education I knew that I wanted to one day by the grace of God and Almighty I will have a PhD because I want to be doctor I can't say my last name. Well, you, you probably even know, but like, doctor, da, da, da. Are you crazy? Me being a doctor. Come on now. Come on now. Nobody could chat to me. Any t- nobody can really chat to me now. But like, nobody could really chat to me if I had doctors, PhD. Come on now. So yeah, I'm really, 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 really proud of myself for doing my master's in criminology. So that's like my proudest moment right now. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? I am a, I don't even know how they call it, but I'm like a mix of both. With people that I'm comfortable with, if I'm like, if I have to, I'm very introverted with people I don't know. But if I have to put myself out there and be extroverted, I will have to be extroverted. But like with people that I'm chilling with, my cousins, my family, I'm out there. Like I'm a crackhead on steroids. No joke. <laughs> no joke. Like for real, cut the cameras dead ass. And with people that I'm not too fond of or that just don't know properly and I don't want to open myself up to or I haven't had the opportunity to open myself up to, I'm very introverted, very quiet like very awkward quiet type of vibe um next question is why did you decide to have your podcast in English and not Swedish and I think that goes to show not that that goes to show but I think that that's a little bit of the I don't even feel connected to the 
I was going to say white culture, but the Swedish culture overall at all. Like food wise, music, uh, music. It dep- like if we're talking Swedish music, like Swedish. I'm thinking about the Abbas. Okay, Abba. I am not no Abba type of girl, unfortunately. They are great, but I am not a Abba type of girl. And that's the type of music, like Schlager. Schlager is like a Swedish type of genre. And that is not my vibe. Like, the culture at all is just not me. And I feel like I wanted to reach out to a lot of people worldwide, not just Swedish people or, like, the Nordic areas. Um, So I was like, yeah, English it is. So that's why I chose English um and not swedish and i feel like in sweden as well we speak a lot of english like we learn english in school and majority of people know at least a little bit how to communicate how to understand so english it was why did you start your podcast i think i've gone through that but i was very depressed in uni and the only thing that made me feel better was watching the 90s baby show like if if they ever come to my podcast and if I ever be a guest on their podcast like that would I think yeah I don't know why I think I would like I would cry like that's not even to say like that's a point where I would be like yeah I made it but I feel like that would be a point where I would be like Something is really happening for me. Like, look at me. I'm at my favorite podcast. Uh, so, yeah, that would that would be the highlight of the year. So I was depressed. And the only thing that made me feel better was podcasting or what not podcasting, but looking at podcasts. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to I think this is me. I want to make people feel better. I want to make people like me able to just express themselves how they express themselves as I said I might not be as funny today because like come on now I need to introduce myself properly but I'm a comedian I've been telling people around me I'm a comedian don't play with it don't play with it don't play with it and if I can make people laugh like worldwide reach out to more people than just like my environment and the people that I chill around with then come on I'm going to do it and maybe somebody has been in my sits and been very depressed and been like yeah I'm ending it I'm not living anymore and if I can make them feel like there's a little bit of hope or have a little bit of hope here or just laugh a little bit today it it doesn't even have to be oh we're gonna do the madness tomorrow or in the future just laugh today, laugh in the moment, have fun, ride the wave, and yeah. So that's why, to make people laugh and have fun and give people the chance that maybe I don't have or the chance that a lot of people don't have in in this industry. How was it studying abroad? Good question. As I said, I went through it, babes. I went through it. It was fun. First thing, it was fun. I lived my best life. You're very poor. I've said this as well. 
it's not even a thing where, we, okay, I need to pause because it's not even a thing where we're poor, okay? We're not poor, we're not broke, we're in between blessings. Can we just say that together? We're in between blessings. Amen. Because, huh? Me, broke, could never be me. Could never, be. even if I have a little one pound in my pocket, I'm still not broke. I rebuke it. I'm in between blessings. God is preparing me for where I should be in life. And I'm soon going to reach the goal. Yeah. And you will be doing the same. Right. Right. In between blessings. Say it with me. In between blessings. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Because I wasn't broke. I was in between blessings. Still is. (laughs) Still am. God damn. In between blessings, God, listen to me. Um, but it was it was a fun time. It was a very fun time. You go through different friendships. You learn a lot about yourself and what the type of person that you want to be, the type of person that you want to have around you. Um, I learned a lot that I'm a people pleaser. And not to be a people pleaser all the time. What more did I learn? Well, how was it for me? It was good. It was really good. I loved it. Came back a second time. Come back again with another video. And yeah. It was fun, but it was hard. Uni is no joke. It's hard. Depending on what you study. But uni overall is hard. Like, don't let anybody trick you into saying yeah it's easy no it's not it's not and it's okay you're gonna get through it you're gonna be able to graduate one day but it's hard um mentally I think universities overall should focus more about fixing or being very vocal about the mental health that people or students go through in uni because it's no joke. I think majority of my friendship group in when I did my undergrad in uni were going through it mentally, like depressed, like what else? I build up anxiety. I started having panic attacks. Like I was really going through it um more than I thought that I was going to and I I wasn't used to it like I'm not a person that grew up having panic attacks or anxiety I would be the person I'm going through a mazzolini and I would be like like <laughs> laughing making people laugh I would be crying at home but I'll be not even crying I would just be I wasn't crying a lot like I wasn't crying a lot my heart was literally ice for a while um numbing my pain by ignoring life by ignoring the things that I went through and the things that actually affected me I just yeah throw it in the back throw it in the back I don't have feelings for what think I'm gonna care bruv f off like yeah block that out block that out to the point where like my mom even said she was like you're heart is ice like can you feel something I was like no I'm not feel what why why do I need to feel and I think that's why I said don't it's like don't use university as an escapism 
or like deal with your problems before you actually go to university because it's not going to get better. It's just going to get harder. You're living by yourself for the first time or might be for the first time. It was for me at least. And you're just going through it mentally. The only people that you have are the friends that you built up like a little community that almost is your family because your family, for my instance, my family, I was, I went to University of Leicester. Leicester. Let me say it with chest. With Leicester. Yeah, that was me. Um, my family, my immediate family was in Sweden. But like my family cousins and stuff were in London. And that's even a trek. Like it's not a trek trek, but it's like still you need to get on a train or a bus. And that takes a couple of hours. So I had fun to like come to a conclusion. I had fun. It was exciting. It was nice. You learn a lot about yourself. It's, like I said, it really took on my mental differently. And I know it did other people as well. So we're going to talk a lot about like mental health issues, mental health when you study, what to do, what not to do, um, how it can affect you. Because like I said, I got panic attacks and anxiety out of nowhere. And I was like what the what is this what is this this is not me this is not me what I'm a person I make everybody laugh and now I can't even come up with the jokes I can't even like I can't even act as if I am happy around people because I know I could do that before we're going to talk a lot about that in our other episodes what's your favorite food and snacks my favorite food is let me tell you my order, yeah? Rice and peas with oxtail, extra gravy, steamed vegetables, yeah? I'm planting on the side. Extra planting because planting is the shit. Stop playing with me. That's like my favorite meal. If I could have that, Every day, I would be happy. And if I'm being greedy, a piece of little fried chicken by the side. Jesus Christ. What? Stop playing with me. I think that's my favorite, favorite. I love my mom's lasagna. Um, she makes the best. And I love sushi. I love a little sushi. That's like three favorite foods. But I'm a big babe. I'm crying. I love food. Right, Lisa? So, yeah. Those are my favorite snacks. I love chips and chocolate. Like, that's my go-to with snacks. I'm not really a sweet, sweet candy type of person. But, like, chips or crisp. I don't know how you guys say it in, in England, but where I'm from, we say chips. Period. <laughs> so, chips and chocolates. What three words would you use to describe this year? I would say it's a hard question. That is a hard question. God damn. Y'all got woof, three words to describe this year. I was going to say go and get it. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm dyslexic, guys. So I'm trying to count the words to make it three. But I would say to work for what I want. That is definitely not three words, but that is what it is. To work for what I want. Invest in me. 
That's the one. Invest in me. I want to invest in me. Let me do a little one-two. It's a quick question, but let me do a little one-two. I'm going to have to tell you all about my life. I just want to invest in me. Like, hey, I want to start going to the gym because, come on now. Come on now. I want to start, like, taking care of myself, my being mentally, physically, spiritually. And just invest in me, whether it's work-wise, education-wise, all of that. Like, I just want to invest in me, have fun, live life. Yeah. So, invest in me is the three words. Where did you grow up and has that affected you, who you have become? Well, I told you guys I grew up in Sweden. And yes, I feel like that has shaped a lot of who I am today, but also the decisions that I've taken and the cultural backgrounds that I feel comfortable in or that I identify with. And yeah, Sweden. What is the biggest misconception people have about your field of expertise? So as I told you guys, I'm a criminologist. I am not working as one, but let's be clear. We need to speak things into existence, right? So I am going to say that I'm a criminologist because I just did my master's in, okay? So I am definitely a criminologist. And the biggest misconception that people have about criminologists overall is that I'm the popo and that I'm going to arrest them. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be frankly honest with you. I couldn't even send in an application to the police right now to be a police officer. So let's be for real. I am not no police. I can't lock up anyone. <laughs> like those people like for real that's been like, yes, you can lock up this person. No, you can deal with him. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. I'm not a police. I'm not a police officer. That's not me. I cannot work as one. You need to go police school or like do a little, I know in England, the police academy is very short and it is very, you don't really need to do a lot to become a police officer. In Sweden, it's a little bit more, but they're getting very iffy-uffy about it because there's not a lot of people that want to become a police officer because you don't get paid enough and you do very heavy works like yeah get disrespected in in society real bad and yeah so even if I wanted to I would have to go police school or like do a little one-two educations to become a police officer so that's like the biggest one and I think the second one is me being a lawyer and I don't know where lawyer comes in to the conversation of criminologists like where is law in criminology like I'm really trying to figure out so I'm no I'm not no lawyer I'm not no police I wish I had a little one two degree in law maybe I will one day but I couldn't even become a lawyer if I wanted to because I know that you need to have certain one two degrees for that so that is not me what's your biggest fear my biggest fear in life is to fail I don't like failure. My biggest fear is to fail or not succeed in the things that I would want to succeed in. And become a homeless 
crackhead. It sounds so raw. And I don't mean it in any type of disrespectful way. Honestly, to God, no disrespectful way. But like being homeless and or like addicted to drugs, that's like my worst fear in life, along with not succeeding or failing in life. That's the worst. God forbid rebuked in the name of Jesus. And lastly, but not least, what's your favorite podcast? And I think I've said it like a thousand times today. They're getting bare shout outs today. The 90s baby show. Holla at me. I'm trying to come. What's up? I'm trying to come for real, for real. But um, yeah, the 90s baby show, that's like the people that actually inspired me to want to make a podcast. My favorite of all time, I think, like, till this day, till this day, if you tell me, if I put on a little 90s baby show and I hear it even in the back of the little one-two things, like a little one-two behind me, I'll be laughing. Like, they are just hilarious. They're so funny. They're so... They just all have different characters that just make up the podcast so lovely and beautifully. And it's just chef's kiss, honestly. Best podcast in the world, hands down. I haven't found a podcast that make me laugh and learn as much as they do. Uh, but I also love shits and gigs. They, my peoples. <laughs> my peoples are real. Not my peoples like I know them, but like my peoples like, yeah. I fucks with they they shit heavy and i think that's it for today guys i am so excited for this little adventure that i have for myself as i said we're gonna talk a lot about life about the living about what i've been through in life but also about what other people have been through in life how they've worked we're gonna talk a lot about the gas and just have fun, man. Just come, have fun. Do a little one-two laughing. Ha ha. Belly laughs, preferably. But if it, if it's not from the belly, it's 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 okay if it's from the chest. Like that's fine. And yeah, I'm super excited. Thank you for listening. You're gonna be able to find me on Patreon, YouTube, Apple Podcast, Spotify all platforms possible for podcasts to be on because we we're not just stopping on one side we're doing it we're leveling it up okay yeah so follow my instagram at cultural legacy podcast and if you haven't already subscribe like comment leave a comment down below of people that you want me to like have on the couch the pretty couch over yourself because I have some people in mind but I want them to be people that obviously you guys imagine if I just have one listener god damn but at least that one listener what do you want the person beside me to be from or like if you have any professions that you want me to interview in particular really if you guys know somebody that knows somebody, I want a black woman, preferably a therapist, to come on my podcast. If you know someone that knows someone that knows somebody, tell me, comment down below, comment, um, tag them. And 
don't forget to be a part of the conversation because change starts with understanding. And that was all.